this how the people put us on the planet. And we, <laughs> this is how they made us look. So we in the book. You say, what? How are you today anyway? I'm blessed. I'm fantastic. Blessed and fantastic. Well, fantastic. what is that? A nice heart roll? What is that? Yes. I told you I just got out the shower. Oh, okay. So there you go. I like it. It looked comfortable. That's all. I just was like, wow, I wish I had one like that. I'm just a little jealous. It looks comfy and cozy. Oh, you a little jealous? Oh, okay. Like a Snuggie or something. <laughs> I, I need to give me one of those for real though. That's like a a, a straight up Snuggie coat. Yep. So let me see something here. Um, and so basically, I think it's on here live now. I think you're live. You're like, no, how do I get live? So, um, <laughs> I think we got all that right. So you got a whole plethora of questions. It sounds like I hear a, a thick book flipping. I just got my little my little notebook here. Um, but yeah, I do have some questions. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. Well, ain't nothing wrong with a few questions. So, uh, so what have you been doing already as far as marketing and things? As far as trying to find some wholesale deals. Um, driving for dollars. That's kind of been getting me most of the, you know, appointments that I have been getting, um, passing out my cards to just people. And I've also been putting up banning signs. And so which one's been working out best for you? Um, honestly, I would say driving for dollars. That's like the number one for me at this very moment. Oh, OK. So you you, you drive for dollars. You see what you do. Write it down or something. Or what do you do? I write it. I had deal machine, but now I started to write them down because. I feel like it's easier when you write it down, honestly. You must have good handwriting. That must be what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's decent. <laughs> right, because I if you read this chicken scratch, I'll be writing. You're like, nah, we putting it in the app. So um, so you write it down, then what you try to look up a person or something and see, you know, try to find the owner. Is that basically what you do? And mm -hmm. then you try what do you do? Skip trace a list or something, or you do it individually? Um, I just do it individually. I try to find like free sites that I can look them up on. And nine times out of 10, it will work. But um, most of them, they don't. Mm, so you're getting, <laughs> you're getting the seller information. So what type of feedback have you been getting when you call the people uh, from Driving for Dollars? Um, let's see. Last time I drove for dollars, I would say, okay, I'm, I'm going to put you in on my last appointment that I had. Yeah, so tell had, me the story. Yeah, sure. I would love to. Um, for women in this business, I feel like, you know, kind of getting my feet wet here. It's it's a little harder, honestly, um, because I've noticed that I've been getting a lot of people, a lot of men, per se, that are kind of. I don't want to say waste of time, but they are kind of a waste of time because they're not trying to be about business. It's about something else. So this. Yeah. So this particular guy, <laughs> this particular guy, I went out to an appointment in Ferguson. It was actually a decent house and he wanted 45,000 for it. I figured I would go out. I would speak to him, see if I could negotiate. Well, the house was not what he was really trying to sell. He wanted to make arrangements with me. It was just, it was just totally 
yeah I was just I was very upset and I've noticed I've just been getting a lot of men that's kind of been wasting my time you see what I'm saying like it seems like it's a good deal but when you go out there it's like oh you're cute oh okay you know I'm like uh hey bro you either sign this contract or leave me alone say I'm cute sign right here though Exactly. <laughs> Sign this right here. Cut the check, baby. <laughs> Dang. So, so basically, you get out to the house, and they're like, "Oh, you know what? I ain't even thinking about the house no more. I want to know what's up with you. Where your wedding ring at? I see it. It ain't no ring there. So they trying to hit on you." Yeah, it's a hot mess. So, um, yeah, I wanted to. I want to see if I can maybe get together with some of the ladies here in St. Louis and maybe we can put together like a group or something and see how they handle these certain situations. Cause I know I'm not the only one. Well, I got a, I got a real good tip for you right out the gate. You okay. ready for the, you ready for a golden nugget about to drop? Right. Bloop. Golden nugget. Okay. All right. Don't go by yourself. Step one. You, you didn't go by yourself. Did you? I did. Yeah. You got to have somebody with you. Take take a battle, buddy, because you know there's some creeps out here, and we don't want we don't want to see you That's on the true. news and then you know because it is some I people out here. Going by myself though, the person just kind of backed out that was gonna come with me. So yeah, you gotta have somebody with you. You know, catch take a guy with you, take a girl with you. Somebody gotta go with you if you're going to these people' house. Because I mean, it, it really are some crazy people out here. I don't watch the news, but whenever I accidentally catch some news, it ain't good news. So I don't want to see you on the news. I so, so yeah, yeah, always protect yourself, especially with that. You know, even if they're gonna they're gonna try to hit on you anyway, but you gotta play that to your advantage. You know that, right? I'll be trying, but but you don't want to play it too much. See, it's a it's a fine line. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, you said you're gonna marry me, but like, wait a minute, I'm trying to buy your house. I ain't trying to do all this. Yeah, it was just it was a hot mess. And then so when I tried to tell him, okay, maybe you should find somebody else. He calls me and say, oh, I got another property. So he took me out uh, to lunch and we talked about this property. Come to find out he didn't have another property. He wanted me to do a favor for him. And I'm like, this is not how this goes. So we just going to have to like cut ties. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 a hot mess. It's a hot so mess. De dealing with the public is a whole nother job, ain't it? Exactly. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. he said he wanted you to do a favor what kind of favor did he want um so he wanted me to basically buy some land and he was gonna get some money for it but check this out though um i didn't really like him from the jump i didn't care for his attitude i didn't care for his personality um i kind of got the gist that he was racist so mm. I didn't, yeah, I didn't really know what he, why he was buying this land, um, what was the reason for it. So I asked him about it, and he was like, "Oh, you're kind of smart." I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "I'm not going to tell you unless you're going to do it." I'm like, <laughs> "What the hell do you want me to? What's going on?" So he was basically um, telling me that he wanted to buy this property because he didn't want someone else to get it because I guess they were like too loud or something like that. And I'm like, I don't even want to be involved in it. Yeah. That sounds kind of creepy to me. And you know, that's why I said, definitely take a battle buddy with you. Don't go to nobody's house by yourself. Please don't do that. Please. <laughs> There's some crazy people. I don't even want to go to these people's house myself. In fact, I don't go to people's house by myself. If I can help it, preferably don't even go to the house. I try to do most of that stuff over the phone. Cause you know, I'm a big advocate on, virtual deals i love to do the virtual 
there's really no reason to come to your house other than, I guess, to take pictures. I don't, you know, most of the time I don't need to see their house to make an offer and get a contract most of the time. You know, and all of that comes back down to knowing the questions to ask and how to speak to the seller. Um, so basically, so is that is that some of the biggest things that's been slowing you up, you feel like, just that type of thing? Or what would happen if you find a woman that was selling the house? Have you come across women? I have not. Uh, not yet. Mm. Well, so that's one tip to take up somebody else with you. And whenever you're dealing with somebody talking plural like we or me and my partners or we're going to do this, it's always somebody else. Because when they see you, they say, oh, we got a pretty girl here. She got money. She can buy houses. You the, you the thing I've been looking for my whole life. You got mm -hmm. a, ba a bag of cash because you're going to try to buy my house and you're a pretty lady. I'm on it. So they ain't even going to they all over you. You see what I'm saying? That's what they thinking. You know, I don't want to give you all the psychology on the men, but that's what they think. Like, oh, man, I got me a sugar mama. <laughs> a sugar mama. OK. Right. But, you know, that's it can be something silly like that. So, you know, so another thing, you know, like I said, take somebody with you and, and talk in plurals like we, my partners and I, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Because when he you know, took you to lunch, he was figuring he could trick you into doing something yourself. Right. But see, once you got that established, oh, yes, it's a group of us and we all have to go to the committee. We got to get it approved. We got to see if we can do that or whatever. You know, it's not just on you. And even that's 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 something I use in negotiations as well. I never try to put, um, you know, it's just me. I'm the decider. I never do the George Bush on them. I'm the decider. It's always, you know, we're going to look and see what we can do and see, you know, try to do something like that. So as far as. um. You know, other than that, is it have you had a hard time like talking to people and stuff or, or what is it other than um, that? Yeah, I will say I do have a hard time talking with people. Um, I tend to forget the, the important questions to ask before you set an appointment. And then I wind up setting an appointment and the house is just not worth it. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I'm wasting some gas there. So walk me through how you do this. So somebody calls in on a bandit sign, calls in some kind of way, finds your number. You answer the phone and then you say, all right, you want to sell your house? I'm coming to look at it right now. Is that what you're doing? Um, No, not exactly. I ask them what area it is in, basically. Um, I ask them why they're selling the home so I can feel out, figure out if they are, in fact, a motivated seller. Um. And then I go further into like, okay, how many rooms do it have? Do you have any liens on your home? Um, you know, things like that. Do but you I'm feel like they tell you the answers when you ask those questions? Yeah, nine times out of ten, I do get the answers to those questions there. They're not right. hesitant about it at all. Right. So, you know, my motto is 50 questions. If I ain't asked 50 questions, I have not asked enough. I ask them a lot of stuff. And it's not, not just about drilling them about this, 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 and this. It's in a conversational mm -hmm. manner. You know, like, wow. After they told me all about the house, the type of repairs they think it needs. Because, you know, mm -hmm. I asked them that open question. What kind of repairs do you think it needs? And just the open question, let them go. And once mm -hmm. they go, they tell me all of this stuff. Oh, it needs this, it needs that, it needs this, it needs that. Then I say, oh, wow. After they told me some more stuff, it sounds like a pretty decent house. I mean, what made you want to sell it? It's not like, why are you selling the house? I know I never try to ask them, like, in a straight way like that. It's kind of like, oh, we just happen to be in conversation. So what made you want to sell this house? It seemed pretty decent to me. Right. And then that kind of gets them to open up and get that why. You know, that you know, when you get better and you practice more and more with that, you know, you'll get 
those type of answers from people. And even like when you, you know, asking for mortgage information or, you know, how much you owe on it and all that, there's certain ways to ask all of that stuff. And like, I got a little sheet here, as a matter of fact, all 50 questions ready to go. So I already know everything I'm going to ask. I'm not necessarily in a particular order, but I'm going to ask them these questions before I ever think about making an offer on them. Don't mm -hmm. that seem like that would be easier? Definitely. Yeah, because I go into the negotiation with so much ammunition. I already have eliminated all my uh, opponents, if they're considered that. So have you thought about listening with the real estate agent? No, I don't want to do that because of this or that and the other. Oh, well, um, I mean, won't you just fix it up and rent it out yourself? I don't want to be a landlord. I hate being a landlord. See, I get I get all that stuff out the way before I ever make an offer. So I don't have any rebuttals when they come down to time to making an offer. And then they say, yeah, they can't take the offer because, oh, what are you going to do? I even ask them, what are you going to do if you're not able to sell it? They'd be like, oh, you know, I never thought about that. See, I have them answering so many questions to where they're, they're going to be talking a lot and that's building a rapport. The more they're speaking, the more rapport they're going to have. And so it's just more so, um, you know, I try to do all that stuff over the phone. Me, you know, I don't know if that's something you would be comfortable with, but I try to make it, you know, easier. And it don't have to be like everything has to be perfect, but it's just more so I want to know if it's a deal or not, even before I leave most of the time. And even right. if they don't know, you know, I even asked them, so what do you think you want to get for this house? Well, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to get. I even come back and ask them, well, what do you think the house would appraise for? I'm getting a number out of them some kind of a way. Right. They don't have to be what they asking. I want to know where their mindset is all together before I ever make some type of a uh, offer. You know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. when you become a professional question asker, you have so much more ammunition when it's time to drop the bomb on them and be like, so would you consider 30,000 for this house? That's even a question. My offer is a question because that's leaving the door open so that they don't come back and say, well, you can only tell me you can only give me 30,000 and I don't want to do that. And I'm done talking to you. I don't want them to do that. I want to leave it open as, well, would you take 30000 for it? Would you take 300000 for it? Whatever the number is. I want right. to ask it as a question so that they give me a feedback so they can say, oh, I don't know. That sounds kind of low. Or whatever they're going to say. I don't mind what they say because even if they have some type of objection, that objection is for them, not me. You know, right. that's something they believe and they're trying to sell you on it. I know. I don't know if you heard of that book, Sell or Be Sold by Grant Cardone. You're either selling or you're being sold. At all times, there's no no if and buts around it. <laughs> What's the name of the book? Sell or Be Sold by Grant Cardone. Yeah, Uncle G. That's a good book there. Um, you know it, that that book, and uh, I think he got another book that I like, uh, The Closer Survival Guide. That's another good book of his too. It tells you how to overcome objections and things where people uh say you know why they don't want to sell or why they don't want to buy or do whatever they're doing, whatever you're trying to convince them to do. It's you called. The Closer Survival Guide. I actually think you can listen to it on uh, YouTube for free. YouTube oh, University. Really? For those watching awesome. on YouTube, make sure you give a thumbs up for this video if you're liking it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, um, you know, that's what I would say. Get, get some stuff like that and it'll kind of help out. Did you have any specific questions for me? Um, yeah, where can I get a foreclosure list? Um, yeah, where can I get a foreclosure list? Well, there's a couple of ways you can get a foreclosure list. You can buy it from a place like ListSource, one of those companies that sell that information. You can get it locally from the local county courthouse, the courthouse or the, uh, you know, depending on what municipality or city or wherever you're, you know, if you're looking for the city, it'd be in the city, in the county, in St. Louis County. 
Um, there's actually a website called MLM Counties, I believe. It's a publication they put out. They actually send out a paper. The County Inn is the name of the newspaper that they send out, the legal newspaper to say that this house is notice of default, that this house will be sold to foreclosure. You said County Inn? The County Inn, yeah. It's, that's for St. Louis County. I think it's like five different newspapers that come out around the area around St. Louis. But, you know, generally in most towns, they have to publish, even if you're like doing something outside of St. Louis or wherever, they have to publish it somewhere to say that, yeah, this house is going to be putting the public on notice. We're going to sell this house for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. um, so you can do that. And another, here's a hack for you. You ready for another hack? Yeah, another nugget. Nugget bomb time. Go on Zillow. Zillow, and you'll see on there pre-foreclosures as well. But everybody sees it by the time it gets on that. So the thing is, you want to try to get it the earliest possible. The direct and earliest place you can get it is straight from the courthouse. Then moving on into the newspaper when it's get published, other investors and everybody else getting that too. And then going from there, you can buy a list from List Source or uh, Melissa Data or one of those places that resell information. So it's public information and everybody knows it. So. Okay. I have another question because you said the courthouse. I've tried countless times to get a foreclosure list from the courthouse and they act like they don't know what I'm talking about. It's like I'm talking a different language to them. Because so, they um, don't want to give it to you. They don't so want how you to can have I it. Get, <laughs> <laughs> how can I achieve this list from the courthouse? How can I get it? Well, I mean, like I said, it's... um. It's one of those things you got to you gotta almost go in there and just say the magic words, I guess. I mean, it's really, it's, it's not necessarily, they, have, they don't have to give it to you. But like I said, it is published in the newspaper. That comes out. But if you get it a couple of days before it's published, you have a little bit of a head start. But you can get it. And actually not even just in the newspaper, you can get it, uh, you can do a subscription to the website. I have a subscription to it so I can actually log in and just see it every day as new properties get added. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think it's like I don't know 20 30 bucks a month or something, but what you know, website is that? Uh, I think it's called MLM Counties, something like that. But if you just do a Google search for the county you want, uh, basically what you're looking for pre foreclosure list and do a, a search and it'll tell you, you know. But in St. Louis County, they do have a newspaper and a, a physical newspaper that I had to turn off. Cause they kept filling up my mailbox with these newspapers every day. I'm like, I don't want the paper. I got it online. I don't want any paper. I'm, I'm virtual. I don't want no paper. <laughs> so yeah, they'll do it that way if you want. And uh, just depends. Okay. All right. But what are you going to say to these people when you call them? I saw your house in the newspaper and I won't buy. <laughs> I think you about to lose it. Will you sell it to me for cheap? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Well, what what would you say, Chris? Well, I would say, yeah, I was in the neighborhood and I saw your house and I just want to know if you'd be interested in selling it. That's normally what I say. Yeah. I mean, generic opening line. I don't even mention that stuff. I've saved several foreclosures and people don't even know that I know they were in foreclosure because I don't care. I'm just going to buy your house. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm going to do the deal, you know, because some people will tell you, oh, yeah, everything good to go. But I'm like, you came up on my radar. You're behind on payments. Or, you know, matter of fact, one of the subject two deals I did, um, they they came up on my absentee owner list and come to find out they were in pre foreclosure about to lose their house. They didn't even come up on the other list. So I'm like, dang, they got multiple motivations. So I was able to get that deal closed and save their house from going to foreclosure. Wow. 
Yeah, so it happens, you know. So I just try not to mention it if I don't have to. Same thing if you're going through death records or something like that. I don't say, hey, yeah, your papa died and I won't buy your house now. <laughs> right. Because a lot of people want to go in and ask that, yeah, you know, uh, what do you say when somebody died? Don't say nothing about it. What are you talking about that for? We talking about the house. Yeah. So it's all about good delivery and, you know, because some people might even ask you, what made you think I might want to sell my house? You know, they ask questions sometimes and something like that. I say, yeah, well, we have other houses in the area and I just like this one. And we were just checking to see if you were interested in selling it. And then if they do say, well, they might even open up and tell you, well, my dad just died or, well, we about to lose this thing. I owe too much on it. Matter of fact, that's exactly what the lady told me that, that I ended up buying. She said, yeah, I owe too much on it. I don't think you can buy it because you one of them buy houses for cash people. But she didn't know I was one of them. I'm not a regular person. I make deals happen. I don't care what you owe. I want to know how we can flow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have any other questions for me? Um, yeah. Other than wholesaling, what is another way on like um, closing a deal creatively? Well, how much time you got? Because there's a lot of things you can do. <laughs> I, got I got all the time in the world. Well, well, step one, I would say is go to that woke real estate investors group on Facebook. I don't know. Did you are you a member in there already on the woke? I don't, I don't think so, but I'm going to join after we get yeah, up. You need to join that woke real estate investors group. It's a free Facebook group. That's what we talk about in there. Subject to strategies, things like that and other mm -hmm. creative deals. And I drip little stuff in there from time to time to try to help people out because uh, it go that rabbit hole goes deep. I will say you got seller financing subject to wraparound mortgages, lease options, all of this stuff. And it's like, you got to stop and learn it. That's really yeah. the, the, the basic answer of it. It's a lot of things you can do. And the more you take the time to educate yourself, the better chance you have to help people out. Because it's not just about, oh, I want to wholesale your house. Or, I want to buy your house. I want to really help the people out. Because if you can't help right. them solve their problem, the numbers and stuff don't matter. So I just try to find out what's their real pain points so I can try to see how I can solve the problem. And, you know, if I make money in the process, even better. <laughs> So what type of uh, creative deals were you looking to get into? Um, honestly, any type of creative deal, any type of creative deals. Uh, I just want to broaden my area. I just don't want to just do wholesaling. Well, you don't want to be like everybody else, just wholesaling, flipping the houses real quick? I mean, yeah, maybe a couple of them, but eventually I plan on buying a few um family flats in the city for sure so you, I need to have about three of them so you want to be a, a landlord and have some rental property yes okay so income coming in awesome. to... mm -hmm. you're trying to get out the rat race exactly exit stage left yep. <laughs> <laughs> right well that's the way to do it you know a lot of people been i mean what they say more millionaires have been made from real estate than anything else so mm -hmm. why not so, um, yeah, so you just want to do your wholesaling and stack up money to buy houses with? Is that what the plan is? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, well, I, I, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. What's that? You don't even need any money to buy houses. Shh, don't tell nobody. Those creative deals, there's three ways to buy houses. Cash, we already know about the cash buyer. Yeah, everybody mm -hmm. buy houses for cash and all this and all this stuff. Then you got credit. If you got that 800 plus super duper credit score, that's another way to buy houses on credit. And then you got knowledge. The third way, when you knowledge, when you take the time to learn all the strategies, creative strategies, 
you can actually be paid to take a house. Forget buying a house, be paid to take a house. Really? Ask me how I know. How you know? Because I'm a living witness of it. I've been paid to take a house. So, you know, it's a lot of things you can do. But that's like I said, that's all into the education. When you start learning how to do these different creative deals and, you know, no money down deals, little or no money down, you know, because I'm about to uh, close on a house next week myself. I only got to come up with twelve hundred dollars or twelve hundred fifty bucks, something like that for closing costs. No money down deal. I mean, you know, that's strategies. And then when I sell it, I'm going to make a big chunk of money on it and I'm in it for twelve hundred. I'm, I'm getting a, a tenant buyer in there for 15000 down. I'll make all that profit. So I'm basically getting paid to take a house. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. and even if, you know, and sometimes you can close those type of deals without even having it yet. You have it under contract, use the end buyer's money to do like a double closing and, and buy the house that way. You know, so it's a lot of little ways you can do it. You know, but like I said, it, it's so much stuff. I don't, I don't want to uh, give you the whole shebang in one time. It's too much. It's overwhelming. Just know that it's possible. And what I'll do uh, after this, I'll send you a link on some stuff to give you some other uh, tips and tricks on uh, how to actually look some videos and things that you can actually use to learn how to do the creative deals. Because that's Great. what I'm going That's what I was going to ask for other than uh, woke real estate. I was going to ask, uh, where can I get this information for sure? Well, you know, it's all out here. I mean, and really nothing I could say on this video now is new. It's all out here. That YouTube University, I took time to say, I'm going to learn this stuff, man. I'm learning it. I ain't going to play around. I'm going to take notes and I'm going to be a professional student. We go to school to learn all this stuff, to go get a job for somebody, take right. that same energy and put it in, invest into ourselves. That's what we got to do. Exactly. <laughs> the best investment you can make is what? In yourself. That's right, in yourself. As a matter of fact, I'm going to have it in the link on the description of this uh, video here. Let's see what I got it named. I think it's already in here. It says, learn real estate from the best, in my opinion, for $1. It's a little link in the description here, and I'll send it to you, too, if you don't see it after this uh, video. Did you have any other good questions for me, Miss Michaela? It's Michaela, Chris. Michaela. Michaela. <laughs> I'm calling you Michaela. So you can make that face. Michaela. <laughs> Um, is YouTube University is that a good place to get contracts? What where is the good place to get actual buying agreements and selling agreements? Well, there's there's a lot of places you can get them out here. I do offer a Chris Monroe wholesale real estate package that has all of the contracts you would ever need for a wholesale deal. It has the uh, purchase and sales agreement, the assignment agreement. The uh, addendum, if you need to change the price, cancellation addendum, if you need to change or cancel the deal, um, a joint venture or JV agreement, if you're working with another wholesaler or another entity, if you want to mm -hmm. do a 50 50 split or whatever y'all agree to. I got all those things in there. Plus, it's a bunch of recorded phone calls and things like this. So you can see actually how to uh, speak to the sellers. And it comes with this little checklist sheet as well that has all the questions that I ask every seller before I ever even think about making any offers to anybody. That package is $150 plus you get like a 30 minute consultation as well. So, you know, so it, it's actually more than worth it. So it's, it's right. It's actually going to be in here too. And I can send you that as well. It's called the Chris Monroe wholesale real estate package has everything you can do in there. You can use that or you can just search around on Google and stuff, but I don't really use that stuff because I seen some junk out here and I'd be like, I wouldn't sign my name on that for nothing. <laughs> and I know my contract is tight. See my contract actually is a, uh, it has an extra 90 days on it to clear title issues. I don't have to go back, say I'm expired 
and uh, we got title issues. I ain't got to go back and ask the seller to sign something else. Can we get an extension? It's automatic extended. It's right on the paperwork. Right. Somebody at the title company didn't even see it on it. They're like, yeah, you got to get this done because your time about to run out. And I said, did you read the contract? It's already (laughs) on there, baby. This Chris Monroe, my paperwork tight. I just want to get to the finish line. So they said, oh, yeah, I see what you're talking about now. So you got to stay woke. So we ain't going to be broke. (laughs) Is um, are your contracts, are they one pages or one page? Exactly. So I'm all about simple, simple, simple. Everything I do, the questionnaire, one sheet of paper, the one page contract or agreement. We don't even call it a contract. The the agreement or the Mm -hmm. paperwork, um, the assignment agreement. And it doesn't even tell what what you're going to make on it. The way I have it written up, it just has a total purchase price for the contract. So it's it, it actually just it's just the package deal ready to go. You know, and matter of fact, I don't think any of the paperwork is two pages. All of it's one page. Yeah. Simple stuff. Yeah. Okay, good. We make it simple for you. Easy peasy. And you can get that, like I said, on the the link. I'll give you the link. Or actually, you can just go to wokerealestate.com. That's the website for all of this. Anything I use in this business. The ringless voicemail stuff. The driving for dollar stuff. The text message blast. I use a really cool text message system right now, too, that only charge you for outbound text. Four cents per text. They don't cost you anything for inbound text and no monthly fee. Woo! Okay. I was paying like $200 a month using this other service, but I just switched over. Too much. Now I ain't Mm. paying really nothing. I'm paying. I just sent out like 400 some messages for like less than 20 bucks the other day. So I was like, yeah, I like this. And that link's on there as well on wokerealestate.com. I'm going to look into that. Yep. Yep. So everything I use, I try to put it on a system. I don't want to, um, you know, try to remember all this stuff because my memory ain't that good. I just know to ask questions. Be a good question. <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or you can get it at chrismonroestl.com. That's what somebody just put in the comments there. Yeah, it's on there too. But I'm transferring everything over to wokerealestate.com that deals with real estate. Make it easy for everybody. Okay. All right. Did you have any other questions for me? Um, no. I think that's it for right now. Where are you getting your band signs at? Honestly, I made them myself. Oh, look at you. Well, there's another link in that description as well that shows you how you can get 100 band signs for 99 bucks free ship. So like a dollar each, you know. Okay. And when you look at the math, I'm like, man, I already just paid $100. Because it's going to almost cost that much to get that many boards or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And you got to work. I mean, where do you get it from? Dollar Tree or something? Um, where did I go? Nah, but it wasn't Dollar Tree. Um, I went to Home Depot. I got the little steaks. I think they were ninety nine cents. And then, dang, I can't, I can't remember that store. No, you know what? I went to Hobby Lobby and I got the boards. So you were paying about two dollars and some each. Well, for the no, I got like a huge board. Oh, uh, you cut it? I, yeah, and I cut it myself. Dang, did they look good? So people been calling yeah. you. Saying, they was looking good. Why okay. Not? Now you're not putting your regular number on this bandit sign, right? No, I got a Google number. Oh, okay. Woo. I almost fell out of my seat. Say, don't do that. Because you're going to be, because you know they call you and be like, hey, yeah, you put the sign up here. You ever had any bad calls from like the city or the county saying, hey, you don't put these signs up? No, not yet. All right. Don't <laughs> put them up in Florissant because they'll give you a call. <laughs> I see them all the time, though. Yeah, but they give you a call. I, I mean, I see them all the time too. But like I say, every township got their rules. They say it's gonna be taken down, buddy. Put it out on Friday and hope it lasts through the weekend and get that phone to ring you. 
Well, and I'm glad I can I help. Get that, um, I'm sorry to cut you off, but where do I get that information on how or when we can put our banner signs out? You said when can you put your banner signs out? Yeah, so that we let's try. Mm, never worry. That's why they call it a banded sign. It's illegal. Oh. Well, most municipalities and townships, it's against ordinance most of the time. Okay. Or it might be on the books to say that you can't do it unless you do it with the permit. Depending on, you know, because St. Louis County got what? 90-something municipalities. So they all got different rules. So basically, you're not supposed to put them up, but when you put them up, you'll see how long they stay. Okay. So really, the the true answer is you're not supposed to put them up at all. That's why they're called bandit signs. <laughs> gotcha. So don't get I caught putting them up. <laughs> I won't. I am not an attorney or an attorney spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I could help you out today. And uh, did you have any other questions for me? Um, no, I think that's about it. Okay. I appreciate you asking. Well, answering some of my questions there. And if I have any more, I guess we'll go on live. Right. Let me uh, scroll through here. I think I got some people asking some questions here. See if we got uh, any Q&A room. Let's see here. What's the young lady's name? Michaela. Michaela. I want to call you Michaela. You don't want to let me let you call you that. Michaela no. is her name. She won't let me call her other name. Okay. Uh, let's see here. You go on Zillow for pre-foreclosures, right? Yeah, you can see it on Zillow, but by the time it get on there, everybody's seen it because it's already hit the newspaper and it's uh, being marketed by a company, basically saying this is coming up to uh, basically, or another uh, thing too is auction.com. You'll see they got a house that's going to be sold at auction.com. If you can mm -hmm. reach the seller, make a deal, get in an escrow and make something real happen. You got to be quick though. When you're dealing in pre-foreclosure, you got to be fast. You got you can't be slow at all when you're doing it. Okay. So dealing with pre-foreclosure business at all, you got to be able to snap, snap, snap. No slowness. Okay. All right. Let's see what else they asked here. Um, WokeRealEstate.com. Yep, that's the website. Any other questions before I get up out of here and do some more woke stuff? Nope. All right, don't forget to smash, bang, and hit that thumbs up. And uh, anything, any parting words you want to give us here before we go? Anything, any words of wisdom for people that's trying to get in the game, that's trying to be great like you? Yeah. Um, like you said before, before you get into it, I advise everybody to do their homework. Study, study, study. That way you know what you're doing. <laughs> But um, yeah, just study. And the more you study, what I found is, is every day that I'm productive in this business, every day I feel like in my mind, like, okay, I can do this. This is going to happen. I'm this far, like I'm very close to closing this deal. So I just say, just study, keep studying. Knowledge is power. That's right. You got to stay woke if you don't want to be broke. <laughs> All right. Thank you for your time here. I'm about to end this live stream. Let me see. How do you even end this thing? All right. We're about to get up out of here and do some more woke stuff. So do what you do. Be who you be. And I'll <laughs> see you before you see me. Peace out. Bye.